Welcome to the Sharing Our Journey podcast, a podcast for ministry of Harrodsburg Baptist Church. As always, I am Associate Pastor Jonathan Johnston, and today I am joined uh, once again, he's been with us before, but with uh, Elder Donald Wayne Smith, Pastor at Centennial Baptist Church here in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. And Donald Wayne and I today, uh, this is Palm Sunday, we are looking at uh, a passage of scripture that's familiar with, with anyone who's grown up in church. Um, anybody who's been around Easter season, uh, Palm Sunday especially, we all know about the triumphal entry into Jerusalem uh, when uh, Jesus sets his, his course for Jerusalem and uh, we have this kind of build up, this kind of, to me it's almost, uh, if, if, if this were a movie, this is the, the pinnacle or the apex. This is all the, the action builds to a head where people are now going to worship him as he comes in. So let's just dive in, Luke 19 Uh, starting in verse 36. As he was going along, they were spreading their robes on the road. Now he came near the path down the Mount of Olives, and the whole crowd of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees from the crowd told him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if they were to keep silent, the stones would cry out. I mean, uh, you know, like you said earlier, when you first starting out, it just sometimes you just think about parades, and when your favorite team wins the national <laughs> championship, right. cha- people go crazy. Oh yeah, throwing their yeah. clothes off, looking at this. <laughs> but to really see this, when you sometimes just quantify that like wow they knew they were looking for the messiah they were they're excited and i'm just sometimes like wow uh, what would i would i be that excited to take my clothes off and throw them <laughs> yeah, you know what i'm saying right, i mean yeah. how do i get caught up you know what you know what what makes you know when you just think about that the excitement that took over you mm-hmm. you know to really see Mm-hmm. What was truly, as you use the word, the apex of family, all this stuff that we've been hearing about, all the stuff that we've been seeing, mm-hmm. some of us was privileged. You know, I sometimes think about Peter, James, and John. You know, think about those disciples. <laughs> you think about the three who were his intimate circle, mm-hmm. who got to mm-hmm. really experience it all and really see it all. You know, we get to see the account. Yeah. And sometimes I think like, wow, you know, I read the account, I look at it, but what would it have been like to be an eyewitness to it? <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Got, getting caught yeah. up in this nostalgic and just, th- like I said, just coming out of your clothes, throwing the clothes, and it was a parade like that. And I'm like, I've been to a lot of parades, but I've never come out of my clothes, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and you know, you saying that about a parade reminded me uh, when, when my family moved here in June of 2019, uh, I remember we, we, we live out across from Anderson Dean Park. And uh, w- arriving in June was around the time of the, the state track meets. And uh, I remember we were just sitting at home one night. And at that point, we hadn't got heavily involved with any of the school systems or, or anything because it was summertime. Uh, but that was a year, I guess, the, the girls won state track title. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting at home and we hear all these sirens and honking horns and just all this stuff going on and we had no clue we were what what is going on out out on 127 uh and come to find out later that was that was the the parade of sorts where the they were coming back into town on the bus and went through different parts of town celebrating this championship so we see 
this kind of imagery. This is, you know, mm-hmm. by this point, there's so many people following Jesus because, as it says, because of the miracles they're seeing. They're seeing people healed. They're, they're seeing 5,000 people being fed from fishes and loaves. All these things have happened up to this point. And their view of the Messiah, according to the Old Testament, they still, they still thought this is the guy who's going to come get rid of Rome. This is the guy that's going to throw Rome out of Jerusalem and bring us back to the the covenant Israel from the Old Testament and restore the the Davidic throne. And so you can almost sense like here he comes on on a donkey and the crowd sees him and they know he's on the road to Jerusalem. And they're thinking, oh, it's about to be on. Rome, Rome, look out because here he comes. I'm sure in their heads, some of it already played out. Oh, he's going. He's going to walk into Rome. He's going to throw Pontius Pilate out of the out of the office. <laughs> like in their head, they had built up how, what this was going to look like, and we know now that that's not correct. They they were uh, wrong in in their view there. But that elation, that that joy that they felt, uh, and you already referenced the close. You know, when it talks in here, it says that they threw their robes on the road. I, I got to looking at that and, you know, the the main clothing of the time, because now, you know, we wear jeans or uh, pants and, and shirts, but they wore a tunic, which was their inner clothing. Mm-hmm. And that was the clothing closest to your body. Mm-hmm. So it got the dirtiest. And so it, it was the hardest to keep clean. But then your robe, well, that was that was for appearance. Your robe was the nice part of your clothing. That was what you put on so other people didn't didn't see your dingy clothes. And so they're taking their they're not taking their dingy clothes and putting it before him. Man, they're throwing their nice clothes. Yeah, they're throwing the best. Of the they're best. they're throwing, throwing their, their in, in today's terms. They're, they're throwing their their uh, suit coats mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. uh, fine uh, mm-hmm. linen apparel like that that. That's what they're putting down for for Jesus, who is seated on a donkey, to walk over. You know that's interesting when you say it like that, because sometimes I didn't, I wasn't going that route, but that is powerful because, you know, when he, because now we New Testament church and say you need to, we talk about dress, right, and yeah. wear your best. Yeah. So really, if you just say, what is your best? So your best might not be my best. Right. So when you sit there and you quantify it like that mm-hmm. now and just say like, wow, wait a minute, man, I paid 500 for this suit. I paid, <laughs> you know, whatever that, you know, I'm not going right. to, th- you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm going to throw that down. But just yeah. how they kind of got caught up in it. Mm-hmm. And I share this and I'm always using sports analogy because that's my world a lot, but to uh, uh, the journey. Mm-hmm. So they built up to this because mm-hmm. the thing in 37 that hit me was in the second part of that text was the whole multitude of the disciples began to uh-huh. rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen. Right. So, you know, and we know the story now that it didn't turn out like, but see, I tell folk, don't allow the end to mess up your <laughs> whole season. Right. Yeah. The journey's always because the good, the bad, and the ugly of the journey. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about all that, what they've seen. They built <laughs> up their mind. Right. Your life is going, so they, they've worked themselves up. But like we say, they were looking at it just like them. We're going to have a king on earth, and that's not what Jesus come to, That's not what he come to do, but that's what they were wanting because right. that's what they had saw him and come accustomed to 
and they missed the big piece. Mm -hmm. But thank be to God, that was a part of the whole process. Yeah. That's the journey. Yeah. And I think sometimes folk, and I'm just watching it now like, wow, the whole journey. That's why it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. He had to go up Golgotha's mm -hmm. Hill. He mm -hmm. had to go through all that. I mean, mm -hmm. every piece of it right. was worked out for this. Yeah, yeah. And and what I love in looking at this too is is even though we can now look at it and say, well, they didn't understand what they were cheering about. They they didn't understand what they were praising. Now they quoted scripture like they're when blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. They're they're quoting that. That's from Psalm one eighteen. That that's a song because we know the Psalms are there. That's their hymn book. So they're breaking out in song overseeing him. And while what was in their hearts may not have been true, a, a true testament of what they were saying, God still took those words, and those are true words. Jesus was still being proclaimed in truth, even though they didn't even know it yet. <laughs> they thought they were proclaiming him as king, but they didn't even understand the type of king that, that, that he was. They, they didn't understand it because it wasn't meant for... This is a while right. when you're teaching it, it wasn't meant for them to get that at that time. Right. Because even with us, the multitude to get you going. Yeah. We, we all got caught up. Yeah. There's times you, you go to the ball game before you know it, you cheering, <laughs> you, 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 oh, you, yeah. caught, you know, yeah. that's not your element. You done shouting, you <laughs> yeah. screaming and hollering. And, yeah. and then we talk about in church service, there's times where the Holy Spirit will get a hold of you and the multitude, and uh, so I don't say that I need to run around the church, right? do dancing in, you know, yeah. and people all that, but also don't tell me that if the Holy Spirit jumps on you right. and you get to dancing, then, don't then. don't look at that as something. <laughs> well, I, I've never, I'll never do that. Yeah. You never know what you, because again, blessed is the king. But when you go back, you got to go back, the loud voice for the mighty works they had seen. Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. that see, I can't get past that. So, so my excitement when you give me the mic and I get talking about the Lord, I'm talking about what He did for me through those difficult times mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when I was hard headed, mm -hmm. when I didn't want to love on Him, when I wanted to waddle in sin, jump in sin, play with sin, do all this. You know, come on, not this time now where I'm fighting sin. There was a time <laughs> sin was a good friend to me, <laughs> right. and we right. had a great run. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and I saw his mighty works. And so a lot of them got said, wow, he's here. Finally, our king is better than your king. And that's what mm -hmm. they yeah. So they were getting yeah. of, the, of these little kings, but they, they didn't realize it was the king of kings. Right. The Lord of lords. Right. And that part was going to eventually get there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I get caught up, too, sometimes yeah. in the part of the journey mm -hmm. and say, oh, wait a minute now. If we say in, in as the... As the um, um, oh shoot! Just crossed my mind, but um, uh, God meant it for good, and they meant it for the yeah, evil. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Jo Joseph, Joseph, yeah, thank yeah. you. I yeah. couldn't. It just didn't. Yeah, yeah. Joseph. Yeah, think about his brothers. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. But but yet the journey had to happen. Mm -hmm. So when you see the typology of Christ in the Old Testament in the New, it's a wait a minute. Mm -hmm. You mean yes, y'all had to throw me over to preserve y'all. I don't know why it had to happen. I don't know why God worked right. it out that way, but right. the typology, I had to go through all this. Jesus had to go yep. through this because the multitude, because you know the rest of the story is when they got there, I was just his family. What happened to all these folk? Right. What happened yeah. to all these yeah. people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he ain't, because yeah. we heard him. Yeah. Oh, he ain't no king. 
he he that you know what I'm saying? So then yeah. something fell off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and even in verse 39, right? You've got right there in the midst of this crowd, which anytime Jesus is anywhere, <laughs> you have the Pharisees that they're always looking, yes. trying to find a way to, find a to, way. to trip yes. him up. And here yes. they think they've got okay. They they recognize what the people are saying, right? Pharisees get a bad rap, but but Pharisees had large portions of the Old Testament memorized. Uh, memorized. Yeah. Yeah. So they had yeah. probably most of the Psalms memorized. Yes. They know yes. what the people yes. are saying. They know they're proclaiming him as king and as Messiah. They don't agree with that opinion. They, they don't see Jesus that way. Now, some would say, man, you, you look at the Pharisees. They knew enough prophecies in the Old Testament. They should have been the first people to look at Jesus and be like, well, that's him. But they couldn't see it. It wasn't meant for them to see it at that time. And they look at him and they say, teacher, so they acknowledge he's a teacher, rebuke your disciples. Basically, tell, tell your disciples to hush. Tell, tell your disciples to calm down. Tell, tell them, don't, and, and, and man, this is dripping with, I, I go back to uh, when Jesus is tempted in the wilderness uh, by Satan. And Satan's like, man, if you, if you just fall down and worship me, look, look, look at what can be yours. And he's saying this to Jesus who already knew the path for him involved crucifixion. And I, I think of that, and I'm like, if that, man, if, if that had been me, and, and somebody offers me, hey, if you, if you just change and worship me, you, you don't have to die that way. Who, who wouldn't choose to not die that way? And so when the Pharisees are saying this, part of it is rebuke your disciples. Man, if, if you proclaim yourself king or they proclaim you king, you know how Rome responds to threats of the throne. Caesar is all for Rome. There is no emperor but Caesar. If you let your people keep carrying on this way, Jesus, you know how it's going to end for you. It's almost like the Pharisees are setting it up saying, you let them keep carrying on, man, they're going to kill you. You know, the interesting piece, again, when you say that, is that's so powerful because when I go back to that peace in heaven mm -hmm. and glory, Mm-hmm. In the highest. Mm -hmm. And then look what happens. Right mm -hmm. after that, they come one. And some of the Pharisees called him from the crowd. Mm -hmm. Teacher, rebuke your disciple. Now, this is interesting because it's always written for us because the multitude, so many of them must sit back until they see which way the crowd's going to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who's in the wind? <laughs> right. Who's, come on, yeah. who's in the lead? Yeah. Who got the biggest church? Who mm -hmm. got, come on, mm -hmm. it's all in. Oh, so yeah. Some people, it's yeah. just kind of weird how they get caught up. So that's why it's called the remnant. I think about that remnant that's always that they talk about in that Old Testament. Mm -hmm. You can see it in the New and the Pharisees. Uh, it's what I talked to you off the record. I guess when I say off the record before we started the podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. was so much knowledge, but never relationships. So mm -hmm. they couldn't seem right. because it was always head knowledge for them. Right. So we have... So when you got that church member who's all about the knowledge and not about the relationship, mm -hmm. so they can't see it because they are stickler, but the Bible says, and you come back and say, yes. But just like when the Jesus said the woman is caught in adultery, that's one of the greatest examples. Yes, you're right, but ye without sin cast the first stone. Mm -hmm. And I've always been puzzled why they dropped it and went away sad and angry and mad. <laughs> Why do you yeah. want to stone folk in there? Why do you want to dog, dog up here? Why do you want to tear them down? Why, what was the Pharisees' mindset? What were they going to do? Call to him from the crowd. Mm -hmm. 
Now, teacher, you know, you better get a hold of these heathens. You better get a hold of them loud mouth. You better, this is not how we act in church. We don't dance. We don't shout this way. Come on, come on. Because I want to <laughs> yeah, make it plain yeah, to what yeah. we look in today's oh, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not how we yeah. do it here at this church. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I tell folk, I, I've learned it. Because you don't know what that person has gone through. Right. So right. you don't know how they're going to pray. Right. You don't know when they get up and run around mm-hmm. the church. You don't know mm-hmm. when they just want to walk. You know, and I've learned to get out of the way because they are expressing what they've seen mm-hmm. God do in their lives and maybe other ones around their lives. And so the Pharisees to them is always being studious. Yeah. That's not how we act. Right. We're prideful people. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is how we dress. We're educated people. We don't do all that shouting. Right. We're going to sit down and talk about the word, and we're going to do that, and we're going to see if I'm <laughs> right. smarter than you, you're smarter than me. Right. And I think sometimes when you say that, that's that's where they got the, the bad rap is because of the relationship piece, yeah. not yeah. because of the knowledge. Exactly. They knew the they, knowledge they knew it. of it. Yeah. They, they, they questioned everything, that you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they got caught up because... They was questioning and then couldn't follow what they was even trying to put their own, couldn't even follow right. their own standard. Yeah, yeah. And that, that happens to all of us, right? If, if, we, if we make a God unto ourselves and, and build this standard, we're not going to be able to uphold that standard either. Not going to be we, able We to. can't. We're going to crumble beneath it. And I love Jesus' response uh, and is why we I chose Luke for the, because you can find triumphal entry in, in Matthew and Mark, but but. Luke is the only one that has this exchange between the Pharisees. And he, he looks at them and says, I tell you, if they were to keep silent, the stones would cry out. So in that moment, Jesus is like, look, man, I, I can. I could tell them. This, and, and this is the man who, who told the storm to stop, and it did. So when he says to them, yeah, I, I could tell them to be quiet. That's not just saying I could suggest to them they be quiet. He had the power within himself through his voice that if Jesus had said silence, no one could have uttered another word. It would have been the end of it. So he could have done that. And he's telling the Pharisees, yeah, I, 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 I could do that. <laughs> but if they're silent, then all these rocks around here are going to cry out because I am what they're saying about me. They don't even know that they're testifying truthfully mm-hmm. about me, but all these rocks, because I, I made those. Mm-hmm. They know who I am. Oh, yeah. They yes. know me. Yes. And if I tell these to be quiet, those are going to start shouting. And I, if I'm a Pharisee, I'm like, well, I, I, don't, I don't want rocks to start talking. <laughs> like, let's, let's not go there, mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Let's mm-hmm. just, can we, okay, maybe just let the people talk. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't even give the Pharisees response. Like, I, I love that a lot of times in Scripture we have the exchange between the Pharisees. They'll say something, Jesus will say something, they'll say something back. Here, it, I, I guess it's like a mic drop moment. He just looks at him. he's like, well, I could tell him that, but if I do that, then all these rocks are going to cry out, and they don't say another word. The Pharisees don't say, well, like, they just say, it doesn't say like I, I don't know if they went away. I don't know if they just stand there, <laughs> trying to figure out what he means by rocks crying out. You know, uh, brother Johnson, what a teachable moment! I have people all the time that have shared with me over the time. Um, uh, I've been blessed to to been in so many different type of congregations, and uh, when the spirit's on you, you're feeling good. And I uh, and I can tell. So the rock, Amen. Preach it, preacher. 
I'm not, I don't need a multitude. Right, right. So when you break it down, I mean, because if it's feeling good and the preacher's preaching you, you know, I mean, this, it's, oh, yeah, that's the way African American church, that's the way the country <laughs> church, that's the uh -huh, way. I said, uh -huh. no, I, I, no, baby, I, I, I don't, you, you can't silence me. Right. See, so let's break this down. What's that look like? You can't silence mm -hmm. me no mm -hmm. matter where I am because mm -hmm. I'm comfortable. I know what he's done. Yeah. He's been too good to me, and I want the whole world to know. Yeah. I'm I'm crying out. I'm shouting unto the king. Mm -hmm. I'm shouting unto the Lord of lords. Mm -hmm. I know what he done for me. So, so yeah, there might be 150 folk I don't know, mm -hmm. and I might be the only one out of, of 150. The rest of them are just looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm shouting. I might stand up. Stand on it, preacher. You preaching today. Mm -hmm. And I used to tell folk that, no, that, that does, the, the surroundings doesn't change right. my praise. Right. And that's what, you know, when you mm -hmm. look at that, mm -hmm. how does that look like in today's time in churches? No, my surrounding, I don't need an all-black congregation. I don't need an all-white congregation. I don't need this. I don't need, I, I'm going to get my praise on because I'm going to hear about the King of Kings, mm -hmm. the Lord of Lords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and just, why, why would we want rocks to cry in our place? Because we... Mm. Other places in Scripture, we read that, that even even the angels don't know grace, and they long to. So the angels look at us and marvel because they say, "What's it like to be loved by Jesus like y'all have?" And and so for us to have experienced that, to have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, why would we ever want another person or a rock? or anybody else, to take an opportunity from us to testify about what he's done for us, why? why? Like, So in this case, Jesus is an extreme example. He's like, if they hush, then the rocks are going to are gonna start yelling out. But I think for us as Christians, we can look at that and say, well, man, are, 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 the, rocks, are the rocks around testifying to God more than I am? I think the only, the way I quantify that is people don't realize what he's done for them. Mm -hmm. They think they've done it on their own. Mm -hmm. They think they got it off their last name. They think they got it off their education, as I call it. <laughs> they think they got right. it off this. They, bank, they look at their bank account. They look at all mm -hmm. this other stuff. And that's what happens mm -hmm. where we realize, most folk understand and realize. I tell folk all the time, I'm, I'm nothing without God. Right. So so when you give me the mic and you let me, I'm I'm going I can't do nothing but give him praise and honor and glory. Because right. that's who he is. He mm -hmm. he he deserves it, whether you want to give it to him or not, whether you believe it or not, because he is mm -hmm. the I am. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we said, I am the I am of the I am. So I <laughs> right. I, I don't I don't know, but I but I but I believe that he is. And right. you know, and yeah. and will will we'll always be and uh and I just I just and I just think that's when I talk to most people who I talk to, it's like, wow, you, you have no clue. He gave you that strength to get that job. He gave you that mind to, mm -hmm. for that. You know, he, mm -hmm. he so it, it all comes from him. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and later in Scripture and Revelation, we, we read what that every knee will bow and every tongue is going to confess. And so my, my thing is, if, if I know at the end of all things, Jesus is going to get his praise. He's going to get wh it. Whether I volunteer yeah. it. Right. Or whether he yes. takes it from me, yes. because when it says every knee will yeah. bow, that's even that includes yes. those who don't believe yes. in yes. him. One day, one day they will bow. Yes. So you're either going to bow in in submission because he makes you, because his 
holiness is so great that you can't do anything but that, or you can voluntarily give him what is his. Like, why, why, why would we make this hard? <laughs> why, why wouldn't we, you know, why wouldn't we, uh, what was it, uh, Peter and John, when, when they're arrested in, in the book of Acts, and uh, the, the Sanhedrin's trying to figure out what to do with these guys. Man, all they do is talk about Jesus. What are we going to do with them? And they mm-hmm. threaten them. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. if, if y'all just quit talking about Jesus, then we'll let you guys go and just leave the beating you've already had and let that be it. <laughs> and Peter and John look at them, and they're like, look, you guys decide what you guys got to do, but we can't not talk about what we have seen. That's right. It, it, was, right. it was like it was an impossibility. Peter's like, what you're asking us to do is impossible. We can't shut up <laughs> when, when we've seen who Jesus is. I think that's, and that's, and that's what goes back. You know, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite is the Hebrew boys because um, the interesting piece is, it wasn't that they they knew the law of the land. Mm-hmm. They wasn't trying to be disrespectful. No. And all they and all the the words to me it says, we can't bow down, O King Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. We already have a king. Right. So I I I, I don't do whatever you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm gonna praise him. Mm-hmm. And we know the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. They looked in there and they saw, hey, we threw three in there. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of how. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, just as I was looking at this, I was like, man, what, you know, how sad would it be in our own lives if we look back uh, at the, at the end of our lives and we look and we see that there's been times we've, we've allowed the rocks to do our praising when we should have been doing it. Amen. I mean, that's, that's tragic. That's tragic. Tragic. Uh, So we have, uh, Come to the end of our time again, uh, Donald Wayne. Thanks again for for joining us, uh, and and this has been the Sharing Our Journey podcast, a podcast ministry of Harrisburg Baptist Church. If you are in the Harrisburg area, do not have a church home. Again, there are a lot of good churches to check out. Two of those would be Centennial Baptist, where Donald Wayne preaches and pastors, uh, and Harrodsburg Baptist. We would love to see you in our congregations. Love to help you out in any way we can. If, if you see us out and about town anywhere, I, I, I think I speak for Donald Wayne. Stop us and say hi and, and ask us about uh, any questions you may have. We love to talk about Jesus, and we would love to tell you how you can know him if you don't know him and how you can walk with him. Uh, so until next time, go with God. <laughs>